Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. Um, so we'll continue with your calls, uh, but we're going to take this call first. He goes by the name of Doc Pandia. It's time for Clear to Play. Going to take you inside the tent, get you updated on the latest injuries in the Bay. and proud to partner with UCSF Health on this segment. Associate Professor of Orthopedic Surgery, Dr. Narav Pandia. Doc Happy New Year. Hope the holidays were great. No, good. Happy New Year to you both, and hopefully you, uh, you had a good holidays as well, too. It's been a couple of weeks since we talked, so I'm looking forward to it. Absolutely. Uh, everything was fantastic, everything except for watching GP2 limp off the floor again. What, what did you see on that one? Yeah, I mean, it was unfortunate. I mean, obviously the, the first concern I had was, was this another calf injury to that same side, but then you saw him grabbing the other leg, and you know, obviously a little bit of relief that it's not the same thing, but um, obviously a hamstring is a, is a big concern particularly for an NBA player. And, and the fact, I think there was a report by Shams that said this could be a several-week injury, which kind of falls in line with a grade two. And I think the tough thing with someone with like GP2 with these injuries is that as you start accumulating these soft, two, soft tissue injuries, you've got a core muscle injury, you've got this calf injury, now you've got this hamstring injury, your risk of a further injury goes up so much higher. Um, so his timeline may potentially get extended because he's at that risk. And particularly for NBA players, you have a hamstring injury, then that knee that ankle, they're all at increased risk just because of the acceleration, deacceleration. So tough low for GP2, and uh, hopefully this means that he'll be back with a good period of time with the season left. But these can be tricky, um, just like his calf injury that was there before. Yeah, it's unfortunate. We were just getting used to having him back in the lineup and now sidelined again for what seems like it's going to be a long time. Christian McCaffrey, it's been announced, won't play on Sunday. They saw him limited in the second half this past weekend with the calf. What do you think is going to be their approach to allowing him to return to play eventually in three weeks? Yeah, you know, I think it sounded like in the game that he was a little bit concerned. He just felt a little bit of discomfort when he was pushing off. Um, they thought that potentially if he, there was a game this week he could play, which is a good sign for a calf issue. Um, in general, when you worry about more severe calf issues, you're looking for a couple weeks. But the fact that he's got 20 days now to recover is huge. I mean, even for a grade two calf injury, sometimes you can be back in, in, in two to three weeks. So the fact that it was sounds minor, he's going to get rest is really key. And if you look at the, uh, his injury history over time, Right when he gets to this point in time in terms of his touches is when you start seeing sometimes those injuries creep up. So the fact that they clinched the number one seed, now he's got 20 days off, could be huge in terms of keeping him healthy, where typically in other seasons when he was with the Panthers, he started to break down. So really good news that they got that number one seed and looks like they caught this injury early on so he wouldn't have to push the next week, get injured further against the Rams. Now he's got time to heal up and be ready, particularly as an explosive athlete. Doc, surgery's coming for Ambry Thomas, who has a broken hand. Can he be ready by January 20th? 
I think absolutely. I think there was even a thought that said that uh, I think uh, Shanahan said that if he had had surgery, um, he could potentially even play within the same week. And it really goes down to, you know, where that fracture is and how they're fixing it. So if you're putting screws inside there, and obviously none of us seen the x-rays, but sometimes you can get screws inside there. It's nice and stable. You can cover up the incision and individuals can go back and play pretty quickly, particularly at the position like corner. You can put clubs on, you can put different wraps on. So um, the fact that he kind of delayed his surgery, he played, he's getting it now. Very positive sign, and, and the hope is that he's ready to go for the playoffs. And uh, all indications, based on what they're saying, that he should be ready to go. It's just uh, probably a lucky break, and the position he plays allows him to do that. Brock Purdy won't play on Sunday. He'll be resting, but there's a lot of fear among 49er fans about possible rust, not only for Brock Purdy, but for all the 49ers. Where does the medical world weigh in in terms of the body's ability to rest versus the body's inability to shake off rust? Yeah, you know, I think the rest is so much more powerful. I mean, there's, again, you know, a scattered data that says that, you know, there's some rust. I think the Indianapolis Colts have had issues. Um, you know, I think Peter King said that yesterday in terms of rust. But I think in general, if you're still doing kind of practice at high intensity, high speed, you can limit some of that rust because your body's going to be used to moving rapidly. You can simulate game situations. But you're not having people run into you constantly in practice. And having the ability to have three weeks of soft tissue rest, particularly for their explosive athletes, the CMC, the Debo, you know, Trent Williams, who's been dealing with stuff, is tremendous. So that fact that you can have a longer time, prevent that impact that you get, and still simulate a game speed in practice without stressing from contact is tremendous. So absolutely, any position, barring some sort of bizarre injury, would take that rest over this concept of rust, which can be alleviated through the way you practice during the week. Doc, come on with us. We're going to drive to Santa Clara tomorrow with a big old thing of bubble wrap, and we're putting them around all of them. Absolutely. Keep them healthy. No contact even when they're in the house. No no falls during the week. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. If I've heard of anyone who's in this game against the Rams this weekend, I'm going to be furious. Uh, Doc, great stuff. Again, Happy New Year. We'll talk to you again next week. All right. Take care, guys. You too. All right. There it is. Doc Pandia and the proceeding was sponsored by UCSF Health. No Brock, no Christian. But the news also kind of behind the scenes really good. Like, I, I loved seeing that the, Christian directly said, he's like, if we needed this game Sunday, I, I, I'd be out there. Right. And I think that if they needed the game last weekend, and if they weren't ahead by a couple of scores, you would have continued to see him. Yeah. But you didn't need him. And the other piece of good news that came from that, Elijah Mitchell looked like the Elijah Mitchell of old. He, he looked, looked quick to the hole. He looked strong through the line of scrimmage. He looked explosive carrying the football. He had himself his best game of the year. And so forget this Sunday, even if I don't even know if you'll play Elijah Mitchell, if you want to risk it, maybe you give J.P. Mason all the carries. But knowing that you've got Mitchell as a second running back come playoff time is huge news. Uh, 888-957-9570. Steve Kerr is going to join us in 53 minutes. We've been talking all about a number of different aspects. Uh, Not only the win last night, Clay Thompson reflecting on the victory in a conversation that he had with Steve Kerr, which he felt got his mind right, but also the comments by Steve Kerr pre-game with Anthony Slater that sounded exactly like this. We're into January now. I was just wondering on the Draymond front, is he back in the facility at all, or is there just any yeah, update? I, he, he's not been in the facility, at least with us. You know, He may, he may have been coming in on his own. But. Are you in contact with him at all? 
little bit. Yeah, we text, um, but you know, he's we've been giving him his space. He's been giving us ours. I know what he's trying to deal with isn't necessarily on the court, but do you know as far as the type of shape he's in? You know, is it going to be even once he comes back, it's going to take a while? Or, or, or yeah, not sure. Okay. Not sure. Yeah. So real quick answers from Steve, but a lot of us stuck on a lot of different aspects of that. The headline being. Um, you know, we're giving him his space and he's giving us ours. Right. I, I felt like that was the very first time in the history of this relationship where the Warriors admitted that they're kind of in a different place than uh, than Draymond Green. It's not about having his back or we need him in order yeah. to win. It was like we're getting some space from Draymond Green. And he's, you know, taking some space and he needs it. And that was the immediate takeaway from Steve Kerr and really from the league office saying, go, you know, get help. And I don't know if get help is too strong of a way to describe what Draymond Green needs to do in terms of getting cleared to play from the league. Forget the team, just from the league. I don't know if it's help or counseling or whatever Draymond needs, but he needs to not behave the way he had been behaving this year. That's for sure. And if it means three, four, five weeks away from the team is going to get it done, then go do that. And if he needs a space, and the team does too, and if that produces the desired result for everyone, which is Draymond playing basketball again, then that's a good thing. But I, it doesn't feel like, like you said, Mark, for the first time this feels different from both sides. Um, can't wait to see if he wants to expand on any of that a little bit because it's it's leading to a lot of speculation within the fan base. Spencer in Oakland is next up here on Willard and Dibs. Hi, Spencer. What you doing? Hey, uh, well, I'm about to walk into the gym here, but um, thank you for taking my call. I, I just, you know, there's a couple things. Number one, when it comes to Pajemski, uh, there was a caller earlier that, you know, kind of wanted to make it racial with why, you know, certain players get, certain times, and I completely disagree. I just want to talk about two stats that Steve Kerr, you know, really loves. Number one is rebounding. Uh, you know, Pods, you know, I like to call him detergent because his nickname is Pods, and he cleans the glass like nobody else. But he's fourth on the team in rebounding at 5.4 per. He's more than a rebound better uh, than Jonathan Kaminga and more than two rebounds better than, than Moses Moody. He also leads the team in plus-minus at, at plus 3.9 per game. Uh, you know, so just two basic stats there that kind of talk about his value. Yes, Steve Kerr is a system coach. The system is called Steph Curry. I mean, bottom line. Uh, and Pajemski is a, an amazing player alongside that guy, alongside really anybody when you go out there and you – you hustle, you rebound far better than people that are bigger than you from the guard position. I mean, you're going to get playing time, period. As far as Draymond Green goes, I, I completely agree with anybody who says he should have been gone. Uh, you know, they basically got rid of it, got rid of, you know, a key piece of their future to keep this guy. And all he's really done is care about himself uh, and not contribute to the team and not be on the team. Whether he's there or not, he's, he's never been you know, uh, a part of this particular team this year or last year, quite frankly, um, regardless of what we want to say about his past. And the last thing I want to say is with regards to Steve Kerr being in his final contract year. If they don't bring Steve Kerr back, uh, I think it will be just the blunder of all blunders. I mean, we can talk about Warriors blunders uh, going back, you know, to the 80s, to the late 80s, into the 90s, you know, with, with draft picks and, and people they've traded away and everything else. This would be the biggest one. 
Well, he Spencer, is a yeah, champion. I, yeah. Thank you. You're Spencer. assuming that Steve wants to keep yeah, coaching. Well, that was what was on my mind. Me too. I, I don't. I don't know what's going now. If we take him at his word, he has said repeatedly that he wants to be here, wants to be back. Yeah. Does not want to be done coaching. Um, I, I I would scratch my head as to what else is it that he would want to go do, um, especially when he says that he wants to be here. So I, I take him at his word, and so I feel at this point it's still a little bit different than the Bob Myers situation, but calendar's flipped yeah. and time's a-wasting. Agreed. And, uh, you know, season ends in uh, mid-April. If you don't make the playoffs, and like you said, time's a-wasting. Speaking of which, Steve Kerr coming up at the top of the hour. I can't wait. 48 minutes away, your phone calls until then. Relaxing days, stunning sunsets, winter is magical in Bodega Bay. Come experience it all at the Inn at the Tides. Winter midweek rates start at just $179 per night and include breakfast and a bottle of wine upon arrival. Book ahead at innatthetides.com. This is Willard and Dibs. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, Dub Nation, it's Steve Kerr. And you're listening to Willard and Dibs on 95.7 The Game. Can you get all angry, but can we wait just a few more days at least? No. <laughs> nope. Now. No. No, 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 no. Got to get mad. Well, I, and that's fine. You can get mad all you want. That, that My message today kind of is that I, I do wonder why now when it comes to the point that so many are making. Um, I think that a lot of you want to trade Draymond Green just to sort of satisfy your own emotions. I don't see how it helps the Warriors do anything all that productive. 
I don't think there's a team that's lining up around the block with young assets, young players, um, who they're going to give you for Draymond Green for $89 million over another three and a half years when we don't even know exactly when he's going to play basketball again. And if the idea is not about young assets and it's more about people who are going to help you win right now, I'm sorry. Like, I'm looking around the whole landscape of the NBA – I don't see it. I, I I don't see this player or players out there who are available and ready to go on their way to the Golden State Warriors who are going to come blend with Steph Curry within the next two months and make them a factor uh, when uh, when we get to April. I, I, I think that the idea is to wait. And I know that that's painful, but kick the can down the road. Uh, there's a bunch of people who I want to see what happens. I want to see what happens with Kamenga. I want to see what happens with Draymond Green. And your flexibility goes through the roof, at least in a warrior sense, at the end of the year because you've got Chris Paul coming off the books and and Klay Thompson as well. And I don't know exactly how you want to play that, but let's see. Let's see what those options are at the end of the year. That feels to me like a much more productive way to go about this conversation. Yeah, it feels to me like a a big old punt because what you have right now is a team that is a game below 500. And, you know, Steve said he wanted to wait 20 games to see what he had. And here we are 33 games into it. And it doesn't feel like, look like, doesn't seem to be a team that is trending in the direction toward being a championship team. So... If you want to just go ahead and take the final 49 games and see what you have, that feels like a punt to me. And Draymond Green, if no other team wants him, then it's a non-starter. But I do think that there are other teams out there that might look at Draymond Green and see a player that they could probably get for cheaper than they would have previously. Or if it's Andrew Wiggins, a guy who has fallen out of some favor with the Golden State Warriors, he doesn't start anymore. And I do think that the Warriors have seen enough from Jonathan Kaminga to make a decision as to whether or not they believe he is a future star or a future piece. And the same thing with Moses Moody. So you've got these players who they have their fourth-year option already picked up, which means you can have them for next year and you don't have to pay them that much. Uh, Kaminga's at 7.6, Moody's at 5.8. And I don't think right now... If Steve Kerr is still here, that Moses Moody would be a guy to get another contract. So why not get something for Moses Moody before you get to the point where he walks for nothing? What are you going to get for Moses Moody? He's a piece. He's a throw-in piece. Like, salaries have to match. He's barely making anything. You got Pascal Siakam as a player, and you said you 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 don't see what player out there who's available who can come in and help you. I think he's a guy who could come in and help you. And what? Are you, how are you getting Pascal Siakam? You're trading Kaminga and Moody and Draymond Green. And the Raptors want to do that. I don't know. Yeah. I, I can't speak to what the Raptors want to do. Uh-huh. I know this, Mark, that we got 36 days till the deadline. And if the Warriors don't do anything, if they stay as constructed, I think that this team winds up as a nine seed or a ten seed, and you know maybe you win. A play-in game, and you get into the po- into so, the playoffs, and, and you go nowhere. So even if you hate Draymond Green, you, you give it's not up about hate. You, well, whatever. Even if you want yeah. him off the team, you give up Jonathan Kaminga and Moses Moody, so that Pascal Siakam can come in here for February, March, and April, and then what? 
Yeah. Maybe maybe him? that's enough. Oh, I don't know. Maybe it's enough to do what? Maybe it's enough to go on a run. <laughs> maybe it's enough to... Uh, that feels far-fetched to me. It's far-fetched. Yeah. But to me, standing pat and going through these motions, to me, is a punt. And Sometimes punting's the right thing to do. Yeah. I'm, I'm, not, one Brandon these, I'm not one of these Brandon Staley people that's like 4th and 22. We got it. We got it. Go for it. I wonder what they're going to do because you mentioned this. Chris Paul comes off the books fine. Clay Thompson, if Clay Thompson doesn't re-sign, then you're at 140... $144 $144 million, which means you only have $28 million under next year's luxury tax. It's not like you can go out there and do that much. Well, but there's more that you can do. You don't have to stop there. But if you sign Clay Thompson, and he's going to probably command about $28 million a year, there's your offseason right well, there. Well, yeah, if you resign him. You don't necessarily have to resign him. You don't have to do that. Of course. That's what I'm saying. You don't have to keep Draymond Green. The the options, but also, what information do we have about Draymond by the time we get to the end of the year? Did he come back? Did he not? Did he play great? Did he not? Right. Like, that's what I want to know. Did he get 23 more technicals? Yeah, like trading him (laughs) now? Trading him now? Like, if I'm another team and you call me about Draymond, I'm like... I don't even know how to have this conversation with you. Is he eligible? But you got to call the league office. Oh, what am say, I? Yeah. What am I acquiring for three and a half years and ninety million dollars? You're going to offer me Draymond Green, and I don't even know if he's playing. I don't even know where he is. We're not even at the facility. Like, if I'm another team, I'm laughing. Well, that's now, Mark. You got 36 days till the deadline. Okay, but I'm not that's saying not you make lot. this trade right now. No, but that's not a lot. That's why, like, I, I'm not even making it then. I mean, at the most, what are you going to get? Five games of data? Like, let's see where this goes. Your options. Other teams only don't grow. need data on Draymond. They just need to know whether or not he's available. But the Warriors do. The Warriors do. I think the Warriors know what Draymond is. He's signed for three more years after this one. They got to know. Looking like a big mistake. Yeah, probably. But they got to know whether, like, is it even possible to consider him still being on the team? And and now it is like, I mean, it's the worst time to trade him. It's the absolute lowest value. You're calling another team and being like, so, we got this guy. He doesn't play, and we don't know where he is. You want him? I'm, I'm, you're, I'm wrong. Well, that's right now. I'm not, right. That's, so that's you what I'm saying. Five weeks and a day. Yeah. To I mean, and we don't even know where he is. Well, let's just play What's this out then. In if weeks. in five weeks Draymond Green is not cleared to play by the association, or if he and the team have not gotten gotten to a spot where he feels they feel like he's ready to play, it's a non-starter. I'm with you there. You're not going to have him not play in the next five weeks and then be able to trade him with his status still unknown. If I'm another team, there there is a very low limit in terms of how much I can be convinced otherwise in the next five weeks. You come back, play six games, and now I want you? Oh, definitely. You're still one flagrant foul away from being suspended for the rest of the year, and I want you on my playoff team? Absolutely. I'm going to bring you in so we can go into the playoffs where the emotions get heightened, and I'm going to trust, after watching you play for five games, that you've got it figured out. If I'm a team that wants to win and I need a a piece, a guy who is 
Only 26 players in the history of the game have won more titles than he has. Yeah, but, but He's an X-factor. He's a winning basketball player. Those teams are not offering Steph Curry and prime Kevin Durant as teammates. That like, I, yes. No, he won two without Kevin Durant. He's got a wonderful resume. He's got a wonderful resume. But if I'm looking at summer of 2024, that resume on another roster is pointless. Well, he's it's pointless that's, on your roster. Well, but so what? You signed him. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. Like, but you what gotta, I'm saying is, you got to ride this out and see if it gets better before you're having any. Or you you look to take you know not pennies on the dollar Oof. but nickels on the dollar and you try to get out from underneath this because you know if this is if this is this big a problem maybe it ends up making it so that your head coach doesn't want to be head coach anymore so that's kind of my point okay let's do the pennies on the dollar thing how's that help you how, other than satisfying your frustration with no, Draymond. You, you at least get a player who plays. Ah, what if Draymond doesn't want to play anymore for this team? Yeah, we don't know. Yeah, they're playing They're playing pretty much the same without him. So, right. play without him. It's almost like, identical, by yeah, the way. exactly. Record with and record without. Um, Brian and Hayward. Hey, Brian, you're on Willard and Dibbs. What's up? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Um, I think... Just like the situation the Warriors are in right now, um, with Draymond and the winning and losing everything, it's it's a it's a good description of how our team's been over the last decade. Um, it's a jump shooting team. Sometimes you win, sometimes you make some, sometimes you miss some. But overall, we've done a lot of winning, and even though we've had our years, you know, uh, that are a little abnormal with injuries, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I really do feel like our team is still structured to win it all. I know I sound crazy, but I'm going to keep calling and sounding crazy until we don't win this year because I do see the light at the end of the tunnel, okay? And I just feel like we need to focus on some of the positive things that can be Brian, what is that light at the end of the tunnel? What does it look like? It's a train coming straight yeah. at us. What is it you see? Like, like tell tell us what those developments will be that that um, that, that suddenly turns the tides. So, kind of going back to what I said originally, jump shooting team. You know, when we don't make shots, we have a really low likelihood of winning. But players like Pods, um, you know, just having an overall floor game that needs to stay consistent. And we just got to get some of those little extra things that seem to elude Kaminga from time to time that Kerr is always pressing, like rebounding, defense, um, just the little simple things. Because when we have high turnover games, Kerr is always talking about, you know, we need to protect the ball, the little things, the little things. And after about 10 years, I mean, I understand as a fan, I feel like Draymond. It's hard to turn on my TV and watch games against the magic, but I do because I love the Warriors and I love basketball and the light at the end of the tunnel is we're going to lock in. Draymond's going to come back and be better than ever. And we're going to start hitting some jump shots. Clay's already on fire. He just, you know, has to kind of dim his light sometimes not on purpose, but he's got to go with the flow a little more instead of jacking up shots. And I think he's trying to get used to that. Well, so Wiggins is probably the one on the way out. Um, by the trade deadline because I feel like he's gotten a little lifeless. But 
no fault to his own, he's our most valuable trading piece. Not Draymond, not Kaminga, not Moody. And before I go, I just want to say every single one of these guys, with the exception of Chris Paul and the rookies, rookies, have hardware. And when you trade a guy like that, I mean, <laughs> there's some weight that needs to be carried on that. You can't just trade Draymond, uh, uh, Kaminga, and Moody for Siakam. That doesn't make sense to me at all. Well, but a, but a big part of it is finances. Like Brian, thank you for yeah. the call. I, I know there are, he speaks for a lot of Warriors fans, but 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 here's something that's hard for for all of us. I think because we've watched this and we're emotionally attached to it. That like everything Brian said was all about resume, all of it. They're gonna lock in. Look, this is not as simple as hey guys, championship pedigree. Time to clap on. Right. <laughs> The clapper. The clapper. Like, it's not, this is not, this is not flipping a switch. It's not. The Warriors are 15th in the league in three-point percentage. So you can call them a jump-shooting team. That just means they take a lot of them. Yeah. But they don't make a lot of them. So Fifth in turnovers, fourth in fouls committed. So we we call them a three-point shooting team because they have been in the past. And, And this idea that any minute now, it's all going to come back. And everything we've been watching for a year plus is just some sort of temporary haze that they're in. I think is a fool's errand. It just, it, 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 it's not going to go that way. We have to acknowledge age. We have to acknowledge the journey, the path, the fit, everything that this team is on. And now the absence of, of, of one of their, their big three. So to make it all about the past... I, I think is kind of how you end up here. Now, there are ways to reboot or adjust quicker than others, but the way to really make this a long, painful road is to stubbornly sit there and think that who the Warriors used to be is going to show up again consistently. It's not going to go that way. But that's why you got to make a bold move within the next five weeks and one day. And uh, the last caller was talking about Andrew Wiggins as the most tradable piece, and I don't see it that way. I see a guy who's been relegated to the bench. I see a guy who's shooting 30% from three-point range, which is better than only five players in the association, including Victor Wenbinyama, who's shooting 29.7%. Andrew Wiggins is having a bad year. And... He signed for three more years. He's got two more in a player option, and he's owed about $78 million. And that contract looked like a bargain when he signed it. And the way he's playing now doesn't look like such a bargain anymore. So I don't know how tradable he is. Uh, Clay, as an expiring this year, seems like he's pretty tradable. But what team wants to take on a 42-year-old who is shooting 42% from the floor and Draymond Green is suspended. So really, there are no moves. And I'm, I was advocating make a move, make a bold move. And that's really the only way you're going to get better. But the reality is you're probably just going to have to grin and bear it yeah. and ride this, this out. Like- and 39 and 43 is on the table at an 11 seed. And I don't think that your pick next year is protected. So you might lose your first round pick. And then you're just going to run it back. Yeah, I mean, I just think that this is this is a, it's kind of a mental exercise for for all of us. Like you can think that this warrior team is not good enough, 
That doesn't automatically mean the right thing to do is to make a trade. Make it. We're gonna just make a big trade, and then and then what? You gonna save this season? All of a sudden, it's gonna go right into the other direction. They're gonna dominate the West because you traded Draymond and Kaminga and Moody for uh, Pascal Siakam, or you traded J- Draymond t- for Austin Reeves in a piece. And now you're going to wreck this league? Like, come on. I'm talking about organizational health. That's what I'm rooting for. I'm not rooting for, God, we got to freak out and see if we can save this year. What, so that you could double down and make it even worse? I thought we were trying to maximize the Steph Curry window. Yeah, the Steph Curry window. Organizational health is not maximizing the Steph window. Absolutely it is. Steph Curry's window does not close at the end of this year. No, it closes at the the end of uh, 2026. I already told you that I'm more confident in the Warriors next year than I am this year because next year there is a path for them to do some things. The things that so many of you want them to do right now, like I love that take. It's my favorite take when everyone's make a trade. What trade? What trade? I've given when, you like, two. You just like, and and I would argue that the other team does not want to do those trades. Well, there's been like, a big falling out in L.A. between Darvin Ham and Austin Reeves. I've heard it's and you very know that. controversial, scandalous. <laughs> These two players, like, they just don't like each other. Don't you, if you say make a trade. You're kind of, it's a tell. It's a tell. If, if that's what you've been on social media doing for the last two weeks, it's a tell that you're just mad. Not mad. You're mad. I'm not mean you. No, 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 I mean, not mad. I think fans are just frustrated. Yes, the, fans the same want, word. Fans want something to change. Because fans the, want Draymond gone because Fans want this team to get better not because gonna, Draymond's not playing. Not going to fix it. To have a guy who actually plays versus a guy who doesn't play. And what's that do for you in the future? Austin Reeves is signed for multiple years at a bargain. Uh, Opinion. That's like $15 million a year. Lakers disagree. If they thought it was a bargain, they'd keep him. Well, he and Darvin Ham aren't getting along. Malcontent. Apparently. So we'll trade our (laughs) malcontent for their malcontent. How about that? And and, and who wins? I would argue nobody. Nobody's going. Addition by subtraction. We were the nine seed, and now we're the eight. Great. Trade Draymond to Washington and get Poole back. (laughs) That's what you do, Mark. That's what you do. That'd be a fun soap opera. Uh, Big Smooth. Hey, Big Smooth, what are you doing? Oh, man, I'm just listening. Okay, let me say this, man. (laughs) Say it, Smooth. Be smooth, man. Can we have some semblance of intelligence? He is the best defensive player on your team. Yeah, we can have conversations about how he's going to be when he comes back. Is he going to be that stuff crazy when the intensity goes up? We don't know. Those are questions that we can't answer yet. But what we can answer is that he's clearly the second best player on your team, and he's clearly the best defensive player. So you get rid of him, what are you getting back? And, and, and if we're not in the top eight in defense, we're not winning anything anyway. But you just want to ship off your best defensive player – what are you going to get in return? Who's going to play defense? All these questions are not answered. People are mad at Draymond, but you've yet to answer how are we going to replace him defensively because nobody's has even talked about that. So I just want to know what your thoughts on that is. I, I, I largely agree with you, Big Smooth, although I still make it even less about this year and the standings. 
Can they rally? Could something great happen? Could they find their way into the second round and then take your chances? Yeah, I actually don't think that that's completely out of the realm of possibility. I don't think it's likely, but I don't think it's a pipe dream either. But I, if I'm Steph Curry, my answer to that would be, so what? So what? I don't want to go second round. Like, I want to know. But he doesn't want to go 11th seed? No, but he wants to know with the remainder of his career, what can we do to have a real shot? I don't mind talking about trading Draymond Green, but someone's got to give us something over make a trade. Trade Draymond Green. I gave you Austin Reeves from the Bill Simmons podcast. Great, Bill Simmons. You said you want somebody to give you something more than just trade him. That's a something. Okay, there's one. But my point is, I'm not hearing that for the last three weeks. It's just, they got to trade Draymond. You're acting from emotion. We have no evidence that any team out there wants him at all. And I would also ask, if that's what you want to do, explain why that helps like, what's the point? Are you trying to win this year? Are you trying to win next year? Are you trying to build stability around the remainder of Steph Curry? Because my sense is, the answer for most people, if they're honest, is, no, they're just ticked, and they and they want him gone. Well, that's not productive. Well, you're trying to fix a mistake that was made, and the mistake was four years and $100 million, because Draymond Green, since then has played 15 games, and your words, and I think your words are accurate, he's one flagrant foul or flagrant action away from possibly being suspended for longer than indefinitely, which the only thing longer than an indefinite suspension is being banned from the league. I'm not saying that he'd be banned from the league, but this suspension that is indefinite has already cost him 10 games and counting. It's probably going to cost him 10 more. And so you gave a guy four years and a hundred million, and this is your ROI, your return on investment. Terrible. Fifteen games. So write the mistake, write your wrongs, and find a team that will take on this nightmare okay. of a contract. So write your mistake, fix it by getting rid of it at its absolute lowest value possible. Does it get any higher? Potentially. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe it doesn't. Well, actually, I don't think that it can get any lower. I have a friend so who bought. I have a friend who bought stock in Allbirds. I don't know if you know what Allbirds. I do. Birds yeah, are. the okay. shoes. Sure. Good friend of mine. Somebody very close to me. I won't name uh, name their name. You may or may not know them. This individual bought Allbirds stock a couple of years ago, and it looked like a good buy. It was a company on the rise. People love their shoes. That stock now is worth pennies, and. You could sell that stock, or you could hold on to it and hope that all birds is going to bounce back. What is selling it do? It gets rid of it. It gets it off of your portfolio, and you get and you get pennies it. on the dollar, Man. which is where the Draymond stock is right now. Yeah, I, or you I, can I hold on to it, and you know what? Cross my fingers that Draymond I mean, won't flagrantize again. I mean, the, the the pennies on the dollar thing is completely unattractive to me. I don't know how is that productive. How does the stock get any better? I don't know, but it's not going to get any worse. Yeah, but you so, could be you could be done with it, and you could at least get something something that actually plays basketball. Uh, we're presented by Fremont Bank, full service banking, no compromises. Um, let's see, we got Jay and Joe and Nickel and Dime. Oh, Nickel and Dime is actually on the phone. I love Nickel and Dime. And then Steve Kerr in eighteen minutes on Willard and Dibs. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. It's Draymond Green. My head coach Steve Kerr joins Willard and Dibs today, right here on 95.7 The Game. What did you say to me? They won. Oh, I we, watched oh, that oh, game oh, last night, and the come. Warriors scored more points than Orlando. Damn. And Orlando's good. Orlando is good. Uh, they're not good on the road. Fine. You know why? Do you know why? There's actually a very firm answer to that question. Because they're young? Thank you. And the coach doesn't like playing the young guys. You know what Orlando is doing? They're playing the young people. That's a problem. And they're going to be good. Not going to be good enough because they're growing. Yeah. And that's the way it goes. And they're 7-10 and 10 on the road. I just, this whole day has been about Steve's comments about Draymond, and it's a big story, and Steve Kerr joins us in 10 minutes, and we're going to ask him. But it just dawned on me during that think tank session we had during the break they won the game yeah what would what would today have sounded like if they had lost that game steve did we lose you actually yeah you did lose me and we lost that game but they won a game yeah i actually looked pretty good last night i'm super happy with the warriors they won a game hit the parlay yeah you did i did okay dubs in the over I had to sweat that thing out at the end. I'd like to thank the Magic for hitting some threes down the stretch. What was that number? I think it was three and a half. No, the, oh, I mean oh, the, the uh, over under yeah. two thirty. Dang, two thirty, big and they, number. Yeah, they went to two thirty six. Okay, yeah, well, that's why I bet the over. I'm like, that doesn't make sense. Bet it. Right, two thirty is a big number. It is, especially for Orlando. Well, the Warriors don't defend. We no, know that. So. And, but Orlando doesn't score on the road. They're averaging like a buck oh seven a game. Now last night, last night. Got themselves up to about what buck fifteen. Yep, that'll work. Uh, pay that man. His pay money. him. Um, let's go to uh, Steve Kerr in ten minutes. By the way, Steve Kerr in ten minutes. Steve Kerr in ten minutes. Subscribe to the Willard and Dibs podcast, free Odyssey app, wherever you find your favorite podcast. Great conversation on there. Also, check out uh, Morning Roast. They had Anthony Slater on. And uh, if you uh, right now you're like, oh gosh, I got to get out of the car to go do the thing, uh, then d- you can go listen to Steve Kerr on the Odyssey app after we talk to him. But we're going to be talking to him in ten minutes. And then for about another twenty. 
20 after that. Let's go to Jay in Oakland. Hey, Jay, you're on with Willard and Dibs. What's up? Hey, how's it going, fellas? Ho- hopefully you guys' uh, holidays was well. Yes, you too. All right, awesome. So it was New Year's Day or New Year's Eve, and I was watching TV, and I was going to watch the uh, ball drop, and right before midnight, I saw something come across my television, and it was the, the group 98 Degrees. Oh, boy. And they, 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 they presented them. They bought them out and said they had a new song, uh, the first song in 15 years. And here I am looking at a bunch of 50-year-olds and a boy band, and it made me think, it's over, guys. Hang it up. Hang it up. <laughs> and that's what I'm fearful of with the Warriors. I think the solution to the Warriors is you have to trade. You have to trade. And the reason I say that is because I know what you're saying, that you, you're going to uh, uh, sacrifice next season and the season after that, and you don't want to be uh, nearsighted and just worry about this season. But I think it was I think it was you, Willard, who said a couple weeks ago, it gets early late. Next year, their chances is going to be even lesser than they are this year because next year they're going to be a year older, a year slower, and the competition is only getting more athletic and more more younger. But, Jay, what if I jump in there and say you can't say what they're going to be next year because you don't know who's on the team yet? Well, I'm just saying, if you're talking about Steph Curry and you're talking about Draymond, right. let's just not even include Clay. Again, these right. guys are these guys are in their mid thirties, and again, they're going to be a year older, a year slower, and if they can't do it this year, what what makes you think they're going to do it next year? All right, so let, let let's let hold on, Jay. I like this is really interesting. If that's the thought process, okay, and I'm not going to disagree with it. If that's the thought process, what would stop you from trading Steph? You said what would. I, I think that would be on the table. If okay. That's okay, with stuff. okay. Like, I, I, like, thank you for backing up your point because everything you just said, if that's what you think, if it's truly, truly in cement and over, and these guys are only going to be a year older next year, then we got to apply that to number 30 also. And, and, and based on your thought process, that's the guy who I would trade if that's what I thought. And I use the whole analogy with 98 degrees. It probably was a poor analogy. That was a great one. I'm trying to say it. No, Nick Nick Lachey, Jessica Simpson, I remember that relationship. Oh, my God. I know. They they sound horrible. Yeah. But I guess my thing is, (laughs) I would only say, I would only say the whole mantra of run it back will apply to a team like, maybe like two, three years ago, the Oklahoma City Thunder. They had young pieces, and they kept those young pieces together. They didn't look to make a drastic move. They didn't look, and the Houston Rockets. They didn't look to make a drastic move. But they had young pieces that can grow together to, to 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 build the nucleus. And I think with the Warriors, if you're saying run it back, run it back, at some point it's just going to be an old, modeling, middle thirty year old team that can't really keep up with the youngsters. Well, you might Jay, already be that. Yeah, and Jay, and that's where they are, Jay. I, I would argue that at no point today have I said run it back. And I know that that's what some of you hear because that's the way sports radio works. Right. I have not said that at any point. What I have said is you're not going to fix this now. 
Like for right. those of you, and I, don't, and I don't think you'll fix it in the offseason. Maybe you is, won't. Is my point. Maybe you won't. But I'll take my seventy-three million dollars in chances yep. that I've got more flexibility to do something in the offseason. Plus, I've got way more information. This idea, I'm mad at Draymond. Trade him. And while we're at it, find the missing piece that's going to come in, ignite this roster, and take us to the Western Conference Finals. I'm sorry. That's a movie. That's that's more ridiculous than Mr. Irrelevant being in the MVP race. Well, so, the $73 million that you think you're going to get, you only have about 28 of it because fine. you're gonna, already going to be over. So you're going to find a guy to replace Chris Paul and Clay Thompson for $28 million, Not necessarily. And it's probably Clay Thompson no, who's going to command about $28 million. But there are more moves that can be made along with that. You don't and, have your draft pick next year unless yep. you land in the lottery and it's a top four pick, so... You're not going to have an infusion of young talent. But let's talk about Wiggins then. Again, I'm 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 not only I'm not only activated by the the accessing of financial flexibility. I would like the information that will come with the second half of this year. I just don't know what more information you need in terms of Andrew Wiggins, for example, and and uh, Draymond Green. I mean, these are these are known commodities. Andrew Wiggins is exactly. Who we thought he was. Um, there is uh, fresh commentary from Bob Myers on everything going on with the Golden State Warriors. And we got some fresh Bob? We got fresh Bob. And so if you're driving around listening to us right now, if there's a phone call coming in, if there's somebody in the backseat talking to you, I would like you to say, hold please. Hold please. Because Steve Kerr is on with us in three minutes and... It is our belief here at 95.7 The Game that you are going to want to listen very closely to what we are about to play for you from Bob Myers on the state of the Golden State Warriors. Look, they don't know what they are. Without him, he's the fulcrum. And Draymond Green is such a good defensive player and has been such a great leader. That's been tested lately. And there's a void. I mean, that's the truth. There's a void without him. Six and four, I don't think that's real. I, don't, I think that's a little bit of a mirage. I don't think they think they're on to something without Draymond Green. He's good enough to make any team a good defensive team. So without him, they're, they're what, a 16th, 17th in the league in defense. He's always made the Warriors a good defensive team. The hard thing with these things is um, when a player goes through something like this or a team, and I was there for many distractions. I mean, you guys covered all of them. It's just hard. It takes energy. It takes energy to deal with these things. It takes energy to have to lose a player for a limit, for amount of time, to bring them back into the fold. Steve Kerr's trying to figure out the rotations. And when Draymond gets back, that kind of all starts over again. Uh, Steph has had to try to figure out the reliance of Curry on Draymond is something we all know and know well. Mm-hmm. So and then he loses him and says, okay, i got to figure out how to play with CP, which CP's great at it. But it's something that has caused, in many ways, a period of time where it's just a great amount of uncertainty. And now they got to come back when he comes back, when that is, yeah. and figure it out again. And it's just exhausting. That's the hard part of it. A lot of time left. Um, they've been in a ton of games, 25 clutch games. I don't know if that's Most good or bad. Yeah, yeah. Not where they want to be. Uh, Steve Kerr's still trying to get it right. Steph Curry's still, I believe, probably the best leader in sports. So he's going to keep him on the path. But um, you just got to get Draymond back as soon as you can and then plug him in and see what you can do. Okay. What do you think? It's exhausting, Bob Meyer said, which tells me... But what's it? It's exhausting is he's exhausting. It's exhausting is the the distractions and the constant push and pull of... 
you know, Draymond Green and what happened with Jordan Poole and Draymond's suspensions and Draymond's in and Draymond's out and Steph adjusting to playing with him, playing without him, playing with CP, injuries and the rigmarole of an an NBA season. And I heard Bob Myers kind of saying without saying it, that's why I'm sitting here with you guys. Yeah, there's a little bit of that in there. It's exhausting. It's exhausting. Steve Kerr on, uh, let's see, what show is this? Oh, uh, Willard and Dibs. Willard Willard and Dibs show, uh, December 15th, with regard to the quote-unquote Draymond Green stuff. Frankly, this is it's tiring. It's exhausting for our team to, to have to go through all this here in the early part of the season, multiple suspensions. And, you know, everybody on the team loves Draymond, and, and we, you know, we care for him, we care about him. But part of the emotion that, and part of the exhaustion is just worrying about him and trying to make sure he's okay and, and trying to make sure he gets to the right place in all this. So you throw all that together um, – it's a lot. It's a lot for a team to, to have to handle. They're both telling you it's exhausting, but they've also both, I mean, they've remained completely consistent with this point. Uh, dumping him is not going to make the Warriors a better basketball team. Especially defensively, and that's what Bob also, so, that was my takeaway from Bob yeah. and what he said is, uh, you know, Draymond Green makes you a great defensive team, and they're 6-4 and four without him, but he's, he's like, I don't know if that's real. Was kind of the way he yeah a lot of the described were, it. They had some wins against some some not sure. so great teams. Sure, it doesn't mean that hey, without Draymond, all of a sudden we're good. Yeah. You know, yeah. You're listening to 95.7 The Game, KGMZ FM and HD One San Francisco, always live on the Free Odyssey app, Twitch, and YouTube, powered by First NorCal Credit Union. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 